It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And how appropriate is that, ladies and gentlemen? We play that from the wrestling album of 1985, however. One of the first wrestling hits, however, back in the 80s, however, with the song of Nikolai Volkov of the song Katamiya, if you will, from the wrestling album, however. The song that launched so many careers of Hulk Hogan, Jimmy Hart, however, among others, however. And it's only fitting we play that song here this afternoon on episode 151 of Raw Radio. One six zero five five six two zero four 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 four. Caller ID one three ten four four pound. You can join us right now. 
Joining us on the line right now from Front Row, Virginia, the Union Suplex Machine, my tag team partner every Monday, Mr. John Gross. And, of course, from Pittsburgh, my other tag team partner, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, the Heartbreak Kid, Howard Fonzie. Gentlemen, welcome to 141. Or 151, excuse me. Yeah. It's only fitting we play that song because of what has happened over the last 24 hours, ladies and gentlemen. We will tell you about it right now, however. As we said about Nikolai Volkov, ladies and gentlemen, in case you did not hear the news, however, we will tell you the news right now. Yesterday morning, however, tragically and sadly, in the city of Glen Arm, Maryland, which I believe is not that far from Baltimore County, however, and about an hour and a half, couple hours away from you, John, over in Front Royal, however, we lost this very famous Russian, however, at the age of 70, however. Volkov, of course, as you know, began his career in the 60s, of course, however, while training for Stu Hart, of course, mind you, in Stampede Wrestling. He then went on to the Worldwide Wrestling Federation, however, Vince McMahon's father, and teamed up with a man named Deepo Mongol, if you will, however, if you will, however, and together they formed a tag team calling themselves the Mongols, if you will. They were also managed by Captain Louis Albano, if you will, however, and for a time captured the WWF International Tag Team Championship in June of 1970. In Pittsburgh. One year later, after losing the title to Crazy Luke Graham and Tarzan Tyler Howard in a matchup, Howard, he left the company, however, and went on to a singles competition under the name of Nikolai Volkov. A couple years later, he would return, however, and then fight Bruno San Martino, of course, and then later on would don a mask, however, upon himself an executioner, teaming up with Killer Kowalski and Big John Studd. But no more famous was Volkov famous, however. Then in the 80s, however, when he teamed up with a young man by the name of Koso Davari, however, or excuse me, Koso Vazari, excuse me, not Davari. And of course, they would form the most hated tag team in all of the WWF at the time the Russian and the Iranian, known as the Iron Sheik. And along with Classy Freddie Blassie, they would win the WWF Tag Team titles, however, at the very first ever WrestleMania, if you will, in front of 20,000 people in Madison Square Garden against Volkov's former manager, Captain Louis Albano, and his U.S. Express of Barry Windham and Mike Rotundo. Over the years, however, he has become synonymous, hated, and loved by many, however. And as we said, however, he had a very unique life outside of the ring. He became a father to three wonderful girls and met his wife when in 1970 and became an American citizen that year. Sad to say, as we said, however, we lost him just yesterday, however, after being released from a hospital in Maryland where he had been treated for dehydration and other issues, if you will. And at one point, believe it or not, actually worked with the Baltimore County Police Athletic League, however, and worked as a code enforcement officer in Baltimore County. Sad to say, as we said, however, just like we lost the Russian bear Ivan Koloff last year, we lost this gentle big bear of a man, however, in Nikolai, better known to you all as Josip Nikolai Persovic. I mean, my quotient ain't that great, but you know what? Bear with me, however. Guys, this is a very sad tragedy as we said goodbye to another great legend in Nikolai Volkov yesterday. John, I'd like to hear your thoughts about Nikolai Volkov now. Yeah. One man, one. Indeed, 
Indeed. And, of course, he was a Hall of Famer who went in the same year, Hulk Hogan, Mr. Wonderful, and his good friend, the Iron Sheik, went in. How probably one of the greatest classes in 2005 history. Our thoughts and prayers are certainly with Nikolai's friends and family. And I know tonight on WWE Raw, which will be coming to you live from down there in the Sunshine State of Florida in the city of Miami or Miami, whatever you want to call it. However, he will be honored, I'm sure, at the start of the show with a moment of silence and a 10-bell salute at the same time, hopefully, or if not, a video package of him. But like I said, our thoughts and prayers are with Volkov's friends and families. We say goodbye to this gentleman. I mean, last year, he did a table for three with his former friends, Hacksaw Jim Duggan and Sergeant Slar, probably one of the funniest, if not one of the most heartwarming shows. I would have loved to have seen the Sheik join them and make it a table for four. Now, that would have been a fun table there. But uh, nevertheless, however, we say goodbye to this great man. Fonzie, I know you heard about Nikolai Volkov uh, uh, briefly, Howard, but share with us, if you could, some memories of Nikolai, if you have any. Um, it's a sad day. That's all it is. <laughs> it is. Another West team going. That's all. <laughs> yep, and of course, we know he teamed up with the Iron Sheik. He, of course, feuded with Bruno San Martino over the years. He was also a member of the corporation with Ted DiBiase in the 90s, and he came back for a brief time, however, to do a one or two appearance off at the WWE. But uh, he was never away from the WWE that much, however. I mean, he didn't go to any other territory, however. He mostly was home in WWE for most of his career, however. And, folks, I mean, this was a very special man, to say the least. Again, our thoughts and prayers or as Nikolai's friends and family, as we say goodbye to this gentle giant of a big man, saying six foot eight, three hundred and fifteen pounds. He was also, believe it or not, as I said, ladies and gentlemen, a very unique guy. However, as he was a member of the Yugoslavian weightlifting team, believe it or not, before moving to Canada, however, in the late sixties, and then getting his start in the business. Uh, let's give you the number again, one six zero five five six two zero four four four. call ID, one three ten four four pounds This is episode 151 for July 30th, 2018, 7-30-18, the human suplex machine and the heartbreak kids joining me live. We are hopefully expecting King Interview, Gerard Smith, the Black Widow herself, and Mr. WCW this afternoon, along with the rest of you folks, till 5 o'clock, as we will have a lot to talk about this afternoon. Gentlemen, another story that is uh, permeating the airwaves, however, is two other legends we lost yesterday. One, Brickhouse Brown. Now, ten days ago, we thought we had heard the rumor that Brickhouse Brown had died. Well, that is not true. Apparently, however, many people thought he was dead, but instead he woke up feeling hungry, believe it or not, according to his mother. Well, unfortunately, however, that was a surprise to me. I just heard the story yesterday. But unfortunately, this story does not have a very happy ending. Brickhouse Brown, however, is now officially gone. And this time, we're not making it up. We're not lying by any means of the stretch. We found out the news late yesterday. We lost Brickhouse Brown, former world-class championship wrestling superstar, at the age of 59 due to cancer. And, uh, John, I'll go back to you again. Your thoughts about Brickhouse Brown. I never got to see him wrestle, but I guess that we could say he was one of the best. He was. Uh, from what I remember hearing stories about in Texas and world-class championship wrestling with Fritz von Erich's promotion, he did wrestle in the mid to late 80s. He was a very unique wrestler. Uh, of course, uh, he competed at the AWA Superclass 3 against Iceman King Parsons for the Texas Heavyweight Championship. Of course, Iceman King Parsons was a member of World Class also, which, of course, was very unique at the time. However, 
But like I said, folks, a very, very special man, to say the least, how in our thoughts and prayers with Brown's friends and family as well. Uh, Fonzie, your thoughts about Brickhouse Brown? Yeah, pretty sad. I told you, another legend going. <laughs> yep, indeed. He was 57 years old, however, and again, our thoughts and prayers are with Brown's friends and family as well. Uh, before we go on to our next story, ladies and gentlemen, we want to remind you tonight at 11.30 p.m. on FacebookLive.com and also under John Gross, G-R-O-H-S, at Facebook.com. He will have his Facebook rant and video to talk about the Monday Night Raw show, Howard from Miami, where it will be a very interesting night. We do understand, Howard, gentlemen, that Brock Lesnar has been advertised and will appear maybe at the show tonight with Paul Heyman. But also we heard another legend could be showing up, guys. Hulk Hogan could be there. Fonzie, I'll start with you this time. Your thoughts about the news that the Hulkster could be appearing at Monday Night Raw tonight in Miami. So there's been rumors all day about him being down there in Miami. Wait. Yeah. The real well, we'll see. Back. Yes, and of course, after being told last week, Howard, that he has been reinstated to the WWE after being banned for so long after the racial tapes and whatnot and all the things that went beyond the scenes, uh, are we're definitely happy to see the Hulkster back. I would definitely agree there. Of course, they will be in his neck of the woods, Tampa, tomorrow night for SmackDown Live. They have also announced for SmackDown Live tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, in case you did not hear, a match already. It will be Lana taking on the manager of Andreas Sin Almas, if you will, Selena Vega. Yes, folks, Selena Vega will make her WWE. Main roster SmackDown debut tomorrow night in Tampa against the Ravishing Russian herself, the uh, long-legged Lana, if you will, in a one-on-one matchup. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we will have this match for the tag team titles, however, as it will be. The Usos, boys. Yes, folks, Jimmy and Jay Uso will take on the returning boys of the bar. Yes, folks, Sheamus and Zorro, after being out three and a half, four months due to injuries and other ailments and spending some time away from the WWE, are going to be returning with a purpose and trying to set the bar, if you will, once again, as they will take on the leaders of the Uso Penitentiary in a tag team matchup to see who will go on to face the New Day next week, ladies and gentlemen, however, in Orlando. And the winner of that, of course, will then go on to face the Bludgeon Brothers at SummerSlam in four weeks' time. Be sure to check that out, ladies and gentlemen, coming up tomorrow night live on SmackDown Live. Also, ladies and gentlemen, just a quick reminder that tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, on Revolution, uh, the card is 138055-pound, 9 p.m. Gerard T. Smith, I love your news headlines. Your John will have the birthdays and dates as he will supply them to us here in just a few moments, and he does every day here on the TalkShoe Radio Network. Tomorrow night, we're going to have a little bit of a twist. First off, we're going to talk about Monday Night Raw. All of us are going to share our thoughts about Raw. But also, ladies and gentlemen, after that, Howard, it's open forum night. And by open forum, it's going to be what I'm going to say is going to be very interesting to you all. Three years ago this week, however, in fact, tomorrow night to be exact, we lost one of the greatest, if not the greatest, mouthpiece in all of pro wrestling. The hot Scott, the man who always liked to play the bagpipes, and the always man who always liked to stir up controversy wherever it was, however. Yes, folks, I'm talking about Rowdy Rowdy Piper. It was three years ago tomorrow night we lost this very sad Hall of Fame legend, however, suddenly way too soon. Tomorrow night, myself, John, Chad, Michelle, Gerard, and, of course, the rest of the panel, way too tough to handle, including Heartbreak Kid Fonzie, will also be calling in for a very special two-and-a-half-hour open-form debate, however, where we will share our memories, our laughter, our tears, 
and our joy, Heller, about the man that brought us so much, Heller, and that is Roddy, Roddy Piper. Be sure to check that out at 9 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, on Revolution. The caller ID is 138055-POUND. But before then, ladies and gentlemen, join myself, John, and maybe whoever else joins us, Heller, at the Wrestling Revisited Time Machine Show, Heller, 139926-POUND. We will have a great moment in history, and it might have something to do with Piper. You never know, guys. I haven't decided what we're going to do with that yet, but I will let you know at 7 o'clock. That's where the fun begins coming up tomorrow night. One final note, guys, however, or two final notes, I should say. First off, we want to congratulate Dustin Johnson, of course, who won the Canadian Open at 24-under, ladies and gentlemen. He had a phenomenal weekend up there in the great white north of Canada and Gerard's neck of the woods, believe it or not, as they were playing the RBC Canadian Open. Dustin Johnson blew in the way of the field, including guys of Wee Kim and also other big names, including, uh, I believe, Ian Poulter was part of that uh, entourage. And I think there was another guy, Keegan Bradley. Yes, it was Keegan Bradley. So congratulations to DJ for winning his third golf tournament of the year. But guys, this next story is a very sad story. Again, heartbreaking, if you will. We heard the news, however. Saturday night, in case you did not hear, Brian Christopher Lawler, however, apparently was in his jail cell in Memphis, Tennessee, just a few weeks after being arrested for a DUI conviction and causing trouble. The unfortunate story about this is that it is tragic. He hung himself in his jail cell, however, and when people found out that he hung himself, however, he was taken immediately by ambulance to a Memphis area hospital where he was clinging to life support for most of the day, and many people feared the worst. Well, unfortunately, by last night, the worst came true. Brian Christopher Lawler, the son of Jerry the King Lawler, the Hall of Fame legend, however, who had uh, tag team back in the late 90s, early 2000s with wrestlers such as Grandmaster, or, excuse me, Scotty Too Hotty, a.k.a. Scott Taylor, and Rikishi, if you will, the nephew of The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, who we'll be talking about here in just a little bit here after we get into the birthdays and dates, as we will mention some news about him. Unfortunately, was known by his real name, Grandmaster, and like I said, Brian Christopher Lawler was known as Grandmaster Sex. I almost said the name wrong a couple times already. Sorry about that, guys. I'm bloopering that up. But anyway, as I said, ladies and gentlemen, Brian Christopher Lawler, however, is gone from us at the age of 46. Like I said, he was on life support for most of the day yesterday, however, until last night. And then the news came apparent that Brian Christopher Lawler was no longer here. And that is the unfortunate uh, report to say, I can say today, that he is gone from us at the age of 46. John, your thoughts about the son of the king uh, doing this very disturbing, horrifying act, however, that ended in tragedy. I remember when he was part of Too Cool and Rikishi. Yes. And, of course, he was one of the first light heavyweights back in the late 90s that competed, however, in the light heavyweight tournament. But uh, to see this happen now to a guy that has been in trouble the last couple of years, I mean, it looked like he was trying to get his life saved, if you will, even though he had been messing up time and time again. By now, however, it's not the case, and it came too little too late at a cost. Tower. And like I said, our thoughts are certainly with Jerry the King Lawler, his friends and family, and all of us here at the Radio Network like to wish us him nothing but the best in our prayers as well, as well as the family of Brickhouse Brown and Nikolai Volkoff, as we said. But this, when I heard this yesterday morning from uh, Gerard, of all people, messaging me, I mean, I was stunned. I was in shock. I said, this cannot be. This cannot be true. And, uh, well, it became true, all right. 
And as a result, we saw what the end result was. Howard. But uh, this this is just absolutely devastating beyond words. Fonzie, your thoughts about Brian Christopher Lawler, the son of Jerry King Lawler, doing this uh, unspeakable act? Terrible, terrible, terrible. Yes, it is. It is. It is very terrible. I would agree. And again, our thoughts and prayers are certainly with all those friends and family. And we will talk more about this as well as the Nikolai Volkov story here later on this afternoon, hopefully with a couple of our guests. But in the meantime, right now, we're going to go to birthdays and dates with John. And when we come back, ladies and gentlemen, we will have another story that I just found out right before we went on the airwaves. Could The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, be making a return to the WWE and against, of all people, one of his uh, family members, Roman Reigns? That is the early scuttlebutt that that could very well happen at WrestleMania 35 as there has been some open talk about that. The guys and I will weigh in on that topic and some others. But in the meantime, we'll now go to birthdays and dates with John. So John will have that for us. And when we come back, we will kick around that topic. John, go right ahead. All right. 31 years ago today in Trinidad and Tobago, Wendy Richter defeated Monster Ripper to win the WWC Women's title. She'd hold the title until she left the company in 1990. 23 years ago today in Middletown, New York, Eddie Guerrero defeated Dean Malenko to regain the ECW World Television Championship. And just a quick side note on that Wendy Richter story, Harris. She was also the wife of former WWE Spanish announce commentator and one-time manager, Hugo Sonovich, I remember. Yep. Yep. The event featuring the promotion's debut of the Steiner Brothers, they defeated Dudley Dudley and the Vampire Warrior, who would go on to moderate success as Gangrel in the WWE. Yep, the wife of Luna, the uh, husband of Luna Fashan, David Heath. 21 years ago today on Nitro from Charleston, West Virginia, Alex Wright defeated Chris Jericho to win the WCW Cruiserweight Championship. I think he was the youngest champion in that company's promotion as the light uh, uh, Cruiserweight Champion. I think he was, what, 2021, I think it was? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and of course he would go on to success as Dallas Wonder Kid, and then of course he would later uh, shave his head into a mohawk, if you will, and became a very creepy uh, dark character named Berlin, which really never was that great, I thought. Yep. Fifteen years ago today on Raw from Colorado Springs, Colorado, Molly Holly defeated Gail Kim to win the WWE Women's Championship. She'd hold the title for the next seven months, the longest since China's 214-day run ended when she left WWE in November of 2001. Fourteen years ago today in NWA TNA Weekly Pay-Per-View taping, Michael Shane and Frankie Kazarian defeated AJ Styles in an Ultimate X match to win the TNA X Division title. Uh, both men retrieved the championship at the same time and were declared winner. Eleven years ago today, TNA signed Tennessee Titans' Adam Pac-Man Jones. I remember him. He was one yeah. half of the TNA World Tag Team Champions with Ron the Truth Killing. That same to get back day... In the NFL. And he's trying also to get back in the NFL, I hear, with uh, yeah. some teams right now. He's been interviewing with Cleveland and Baltimore trying to get back in the NFL, I hear. Yeah, that same day, Carl Gotch passed away at the age of 82. Hmm. 
Ten years ago today, Stephanie McMahon gave birth for a second time to Murphy Claire Levesque. And also Happy on that same day, what? Happy birthday to her indeed. Yep. And also on that same day, WWE presented the 36th and final episode of Saturday Night's main event from the Verizon Center in Washington, D.C. That's right, and they're talking about bringing that back, actually. Yep. That evening on Raw, Mike Adamley is named the new general manager of Raw and is active GM. Adam Lay announced that John Cena and Batista would face off at SummerSlam. The announcement ended the first Raw of the much maligned PG era, which began the previous Tuesday when the company issued a press release saying all their programming would carry the ring going forward. For those wondering, the first match of the PG era saw Beth Phoenix and Santino Morella defeat D'Lo Brown and Kelly Kelly. Hmm. Nine years ago today, Hulk and Linda Hogan announced via their attorneys that they have settled their divorce case. Hmm. Eight years ago today, a SmackDown taping in Laredo, Texas, Dolph Ziggler defeated Kofi Kingston to win the WWE Intercontinental Championship. Happy 55th birthday to Linus Asuka. Do we have any birthdays? Yes, uh, besides that one, I think we have Noam Dar turning 25. And uh, our good friend Sonny Ono, believe it or not, turning 55. Yes, I did. Wish him a happy birthday. Yes, and of course, Sonny has been on our show before, and I have told him we would like to have him back on at some point, so hopefully Sonny Ono will be at one point, ladies and gentlemen, rejoining Raw Radio for a future broadcast to share some more stories, because the last time we had him on, I mean, we had some great, great stories of his uh, WCW career managing guys like the Ultimo Dragon, among others, however. All right. Uh, Let me get on to July 29th. All right. And while John's doing that, ladies and gentlemen, let us remind you also this Thursday night, ladies and gentlemen, the Wolfpack will be on 138521-pound beginning at 9 p.m. Wednesday night, our triple stacker starts at 6.30 with Outside the Ropes, Chad, myself, Chad Hinshaw, that is, uh, John, myself, and the rest of the panel will be on talking about the latest music, politics, movies, and sports, 141387. Then, of course, 8 o'clock, the wrestling debate right, returns I'm... after two weeks sabbatical, 139925-pound. And, of course, we'll talk about SmackDown, 9 o'clock on Wednesday night, ladies and gentlemen. Be sure to check that out on Revolution. Call ID is the same as Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday, 138055-pound. Go, John. Yeah. 41 years ago today, Demi... Dummy in Richmond, Virginia, Ric Flair defeated Bobo Brazil to win the NWA United States Championship. Hmm. 22 years ago, WCW presented Nitro from the Disney MGM Studios in Orlando, Florida. Gene hmm. Grandy Savage and Lex Luger fought the horsemen to a no contest. The story was after the match, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash wreaked havoc backstage attacking Arn Anderson, Marcus Bagwell, Scotty Riggs, and most notably, Rey Mysterio Jr. 
Yes, Hulk Hogan was supposed to be at that show that night, I remember, but instead he was off filming a movie, and he showed up, I think, the following week. He was there the week before him, but they said, however, that the uh, incident, the MGM studio was so severe that SWAT teams and the police were called, however, because they thought there was a big gangland fight at the studios, I remember. Seventeen years ago today, Dennis Caruso Sr. died of bleeding in the brain due to a stroke in Woodbury, New Jersey at the age of 48. Sixteen years ago today on Raw from Greensboro, North Carolina, The Rock defeated Ric Flair, the first and only singles match between the legends. On the undercard, Chris Benoit defeated Rob Van Dam to win the WWE Intercontinental title. Also on the undercard, the WWE Hardcore Championship changes hands three times in less than a minute. Jeff Hardy defeated Bradshaw to win the WWE Hardcore title, who then loses the belt to Johnny Stamboli, who then loses the belt to Tommy Dreamer. Three years ago today, an impact taping the Wolves beat Brian Myers and Trevor Lee to win the TNA World Tag Team Championship. Yale Kim defeated Awesome Kong, Brooke Tessmacher, and Lee Tapa in a four-way match to win the TNA Knockout title. The team ended, the taping ended with Team TNA defeating Team Global Force. Also, three years ago today, Layla announced her retirement from WWE. Uh oh, today's a happy 56th birthday to Scott Steiner, and today was oh, the 85th birthday of Captain Lou Albano. Hmm. How old would he been? 85. God bless him. I mean, you talk about a guy who matched a lot of guys. Stuart Steele, Ivan Koloff, of course. Uh, Jimmy Superfly, Snuka, among others. A very, very unique guy. No question about it. Um, 33 years ago today, a WWE Championship wrestling taping, which we are now in June, July 30th. Elizabeth made her WWE debut when she managed Randy Savage. I think they taped that show, if I remember, I think, because I know, like I said, we talked about they used to do shows in Allentown and Hamburg, a lot at the Fieldhouse and the Agricultural Hall. I think they also did a lot of shows, I remember, back in the day in Poughkeepsie, New York, at the old Mid-Hudson Civic Center. And I think that's where they did that uh, taping, if I remember correctly. Okay. 18 years ago today, 18 years ago today, I-Generation Superstars of Wrestling taped its only pay-per-view event Rodman down under. Hmm. Yep. The Road Warriors won the I Generation Tag Team Championship. One Man Gang beat Tintaka to win win the I Generation Australian Championship. And Kurt Hennig beat Dennis Rodman by disqualification in an Australian Outback match to retain the I Generation World Title. Speaking of Dennis Rodman, no, I was going to say, speaking of Dennis Rodman, I don't know if you guys saw this or not last night on Comedy Central. Dennis Rodman, uh, Jeff Ross, uh, Candace, well, no, not, Sybil Shepherd, I thought that's what her name was, uh, Nikki Glaser, and Joseph Gordon Lever were part of a day that honored Bruce Wilson. Rodman was on the show. 
And I'll tell you what, though, you couldn't not understand if the guy was speaking Americanese or uh, whatever language he was speaking. He was a little out there last night, but uh, a very, very crazy guy is the worm, Dennis Robin. And you were talking about Mike Adamley, and I was going to ask you guys this question real quick before we get back into uh, today's dates and birthdays, however. Do you guys think that Mike Adamley was a success in WWE? Because in my opinion, I don't think he was all that successful as an announcer as a, as an announcer whatsoever. Uh, John, what was your take about him? I don't think he was good, good in WWE. Fonzie, what about you? What was your take on Mike Adamley, the former American uh, Gladiators announcer? I'm going to agree with John. Yeah, I would have to agree there as well, guys. I think we're all unanimous thinking on that one, no question about it. Okay, John, please continue. All righty. And we have our mascot saying hello to us. Oh, okay. Well, we say hello to the mascot as well. We know the mascot has not been uh, 100% lately, but we are wanting to say hello indeed to our mascot, and hopefully that the mascot he's, is... He's 85. He's 90% now. Good. That's 90, very good to see here. Yep, well, 16 years ago. Better. Yep, 17 years ago today on Raw from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Booker T defeated Kurt Angle in a no-disqualification match to regain the WCW World Heavyweight title. Where's this at? In Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Oh, in Philly, okay. Yep. This also, X-Pac defeated Bill and Kidman in a title-for-title match to retain the WWE Light Heavyweight title and win the WCW Cruiserweight title. The win began Sean Wallman's second run as Cruiserweight champion and the first came back in 1997 at six for WCW. Eight years ago today at Pro Wrestling Guerrilla 7 in Reseda, California, Scorpio Sky defeated Scott Law. Six years ago today, the 1001 first episode of Monday Night Raw began with a major hitch as part of the Raw set caught fire just as fans were fouling into the U.S. Bank Arena in Cincinnati, Ohio. Yes, I remember that. And no, I wasn't the one behind the fire. No, you didn't start the fire. Yeah. It was Kane. He did the fire. I just heard something about him, actually. I don't know if you guys heard this or not. I heard that... The, when, after he was hurt at Extreme Rules, apparently with that boot on his foot, they say it was so, that he might have torn in a couple Achilles tendon. He's going to be out for a good while. Yep. And All right. Might be done. Yep. The show featured the return of Randy Orton as he beat Heath Slater in 77 seconds. Hmm. In the show's main event, John Cena and Big Show went to a no contest in a number one contenders match for the WWE Championship. And today's a happy 71st birthday for the Terminator, Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's right, yes. Happy birthday to the governor of, uh, formerly of California, the Terminator, Mr. Uh, a guy who uh, is also a Hall of Famer who started in movies like the Terminator, like you said, indeed. Thank you very much. Uh, is that all we got? Uh, do you have any birthdays? I don't have any other birthdays, but uh, I thought you would uh, have a couple more. Uh, just, uh, Arnold, no, I don't. Got? I think that's all it. All right. I think that's it. Go. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you very much, John. One six zero five 
562-0444. I think that's the right number. Am I right on that, guys? Yeah. Okay. Caller ID 138744-POUND. This is episode 151 for July 30th, 2018. The Human Suplex Machine, the Iceman, of course, the Heartbreak Kid joining you live here at the Raw Radio Desk here today. Of course, we are expecting King NWO, Gerard T. Smith, along with the Black Widow, Michelle Lindott, and Mr. W. Sillian himself, Chad Hinshaw, and whoever else calls in here. And, of course, we will be here till 5 o'clock this afternoon as we are here giving you the latest rundown. Guys, let's talk about last week's Raw. It was a very interesting night, however, if you will, however, of all places, our Cincinnati. The big announcement, of course, coming with the Women's Evolution pay-per-view in October. Past legends, current superstars being named, of course, to the big event, however. We also heard, however, that Roman Reigns is back on top of the ladder once again, however, after defeating Bobby Lashley. We do know that Yes. We do know that uh, apparently Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman have been seen in Miami. John, all in all, it was a chaotic scene in Cincinnati. However, what stood out for you last Monday night in Cincinnati, however, in your opinion? When the uh, Divas got the um, announcement that they were going to have their own pay-per-view. I would agree there. And, of course, in case you did not hear, ladies and gentlemen, it is Sunday night, October the 28th, live from Long Island, New York, ladies and gentlemen, at the Nassau County Coliseum. Tickets go on sale, I believe, this Friday. That's right. This Friday, ladies and gentlemen, if you're in the Long Long Island, New York area, ladies and gentlemen, tickets will be going on sale for the big event there, ladies and gentlemen. However, coming up for the women's pay-per-view, that will be coming to you live, ladies and gentlemen, this Friday. Friday, however. Now, also tomorrow morning, ladies and gentlemen, just a quick reminder, ladies and gentlemen, in the Tampa area, ladies and gentlemen, however, as we'll talk about it right now, ladies and gentlemen, you can meet the Uso boys, Jimmy and Jay, tomorrow at 15231 North Dale Marbury Highway, however, in Tampa, from 11 to 1 tomorrow at the Cricket Wireless Store, right near the Emil Arena, getting photos and taking, uh, also signing autographs with you, however, tomorrow morning. Also, ladies and gentlemen, a quick reminder, the following week, however, that's two weeks from today, however, in Jacksonville, Florida, ladies and gentlemen. Monday Night Raw will be coming to you live from the Jacksonville Veterans Memorial Arena. But, folks, here is the news, ladies and gentlemen. Right before the show, however, at the Cricket Wireless Building, however, at NAS Jacksonville Building number 987, Fox 104 in Jacksonville, with a zip code of 32212. John's favorite, however, the current women's champion who will be facing Ronda Rousey, who is going to be returning tonight after being off, however, another week and a half due to her suspension, however, will be signing autographs at the base, however. Unfortunately, however, this appearance will be not open to the public. It will only be open to the people on the base only. So if you're on the base, you can get Little Miss Bliss's photo and also uh, autograph signed by her from 11 to 1, two weeks from today. Unfortunately, however, this appearance will not be open to the public whatsoever coming up two weeks from today in Jacksonville. So let us remind you again about that. Two weeks from today, that is when that will take place. Now, two weeks from tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, the superstars will be invading Orlando at the Amway Center, live, however, in the Magic Kingdom, however, right before the May Young Classic as SmackDown Live will be coming to you live there. Then, August 8 and 9, ladies and gentlemen, the May Young Classic will be coming to you live from Full Sail University, the home of NXT. Of course, tickets are all sold out for both of those shows, we understand. And then, three weeks from today, ladies and gentlemen, that's right, three weeks from today, ladies and gentlemen, Monday, August 13, Monday Night Raw returns to you live, ladies and gentlemen, from the Greensboro. 
Greensboro Coliseum in Greensboro, North Carolina, the home of Mr. WCW's Neck of the Woods, however, as that'll be the go-home show right before SummerSlam. And tickets are pretty much all but sold out at this point, I believe, for the show in Greensboro. But you never know. There could be some left over. Unfortunately, they will be coming to you live again Monday night, August the 13th, live from Greensboro, live in the Tar Heel state of North Carolina. But then... Tuesday, August 14, right before the uh, SmackDown Live show in Greenville, South Carolina, however, you can check out the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. Yes, folks, AJ Styles will be signing autographs the Tuesday before SummerSlam, ladies and gentlemen, at the Cricket Wireless Store at 6118 Whitehorse Road, however, in Greenville, however, three weeks from tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, from 11 to 1 on the Tuesday before SummerSlam, I'll be right back, as you will be talking. All right, no problem, John. He'll be talking to his fans there, ladies and gentlemen, however, and giving uh, everyone his opinion about the upcoming match with Samoa Joe that was made official last week, ladies and gentlemen, on SmackDown Live from Evansville, Indiana, by GM Page. As a result, ladies and gentlemen, that'll be coming to you live, ladies and gentlemen, however, on Tuesday, August the 14th, ladies and gentlemen, the Tuesday before SummerSlam, ladies and gentlemen, live in Greenville, South Carolina. In addition to that, ladies and gentlemen, we do have some updates on SummerSlam. This is going to be very important to you SummerSlam people, however, so listen up and listen up good. Friday night, August 17, the Friday night before SummerSlam, check out the Bar Boys, Seamus and Cesaro at the Barnes & Noble store in Livingston, New Jersey, ladies and gentlemen, however. At 112 Eisenhower Parkway, however, at 7 p.m. signing, creating the mania, an inside look at how WrestleMania comes to life, however. Yes, folks, they will be signing autographs that Friday night, right before SummerSlam at the Barnes & Noble store in Livingston, New Jersey. Then, Saturday, August 18, the day of TakeOver 4, ladies and gentlemen, early in the morning, however, join the Boss Girl. Yes, folks, Sasha Banks, however, We'll be talking with her fans at the Cricket Wireless store in Brooklyn, however, right before the show that night, ladies and gentlemen, the day before SummerSlam, at 61 Graham Avenue, however, 11206 from 11 to 1, ladies and gentlemen, that Saturday before TakeOver, ladies and gentlemen, or should I say the day of TakeOver, if you will, and the day before SummerSlam, coming up on Saturday, August the 18th. And uh, let's see where else we're going to be going. The 19th, of course, we know SummerSlam will be coming up, of course, live at the Brooklyn Barclays Center, as well as Monday Night Raw and SmackDown, however. But Friday, August 24, ladies and gentlemen, you can meet, however, at the Santa Clara Convention Center, my girl, the new number one contender for the SmackDown women's title, if you will, Becky Lynch, and also GM Page the following day, however, on Saturday the 25th. So, folks, it looks like for the next month or so, it's going to be a lot of fun by meeting your favorite superstars, however, in a location near you. So be sure to check that out, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, one side note I will tell you real quick, however, I have also heard at the end of the month of August, we will be up there in Gerard's neck of the woods, however, referring to Gerard T. Smith, that is. And, of course, we will be doing Monday Night Raw and SmackDown Live for you north of the border one month from today, ladies and gentlemen, on Monday, August 27th and Tuesday, August 28th, live at the Scotiabank Arena in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Yes, folks. Oh, Canada will be the place to be as we will be returning to the Great White North a month from today, ladies and gentlemen, as Monday Night Raw returns to you live up there in camp. But yes, folks, it looks like for the next four weeks or so, it's going to be a wild night, however, of Monday Night Raw and also a lot of action of catching your favorite superstars at a facility near you. Uh, Fonzie, i got to ask you how overall this next month, it seems like it's going to be a crazy month to end the summer and start fall off with a bang. Yep. Oh, yeah. And I will... 
And I'll stay with you again for another thing real quick. I already asked John his thoughts on this, and I will get your thoughts now. What did you take out of last Monday night swap? There was anything that stood out for you about last Monday night, uh, the show? Uh, the woman. Was there anything else that stood out for you? Uh, not really. Okay, I would have to. I would have to. Agree, I would have to agree with you guys again. I mean, I mean, I would definitely agree with you. I think the women's announcement forthcoming was a big thing. I got no two. I got two drinks of water just in case my throat goes dry. <laughs> okay, no problem. I got mine. I got my water on standby too. Okay, thank you very much, John. Uh, but yeah, I would have to agree with you both. Uh, very. That's why I. Let, that's why I had to step away. Give me, give me something to drink because my throat no goes problem. down. <laughs> no problem, no problem. Glad you I'm glad you got that for us. No problem. Thank you very much there, John. Uh I can also uh like I said, ladies and gentlemen, as we said, ladies and gentlemen, very interesting uh story there by both you guys, however, and brought up some good points. Uh no question about it, however, we'll have to wait and see what happens obviously tonight in Miami. Uh one story I will talk about that is non uh, uh wrestling related of course earlier today, in case you did not hear. Sam Darnold has now signed his contract just a few days after uh holding out the first couple of days in New York Jets camp. He has signed a reported four-year deal worth $30 million with a $20 million signing bonus, one of the richest contracts in Jets contract history. He was drafted number three, of course, ladies and gentlemen, of course, in the NFL draft this past year. As you know, of course, he was right behind uh, Baker Mayfield, who, of course, signed with the Cleveland Browns last week, however, the day before training camp. And uh, speaking of training camp, ladies and gentlemen, NFL training camp is officially underway for all the NFL teams. Of course, the Steelers receiving some very discouraging news over the weekend as one of their left tackles, Howard, could be out for a good while. We don't know how long, but uh, there has been talk that Ramon Foster could be out for pretty much the entire portion of camp, if not most of the preseason uh, into the regular season. We will keep you informed on that story. Uh, another story about Darnold, of course. This, of course, is the fourth largest uh, contract in team history behind cornerback Darrell Reeves, who just retired, as you know, recently, uh, just last week, of course, at the time he was being paid $39 million, followed by defensive end Muhammad Wilkerson, earning $37 million, however, mind you. And, of course, current quarterback Jermaine Johnson, worth $35 million. So, folks, some big, big money being thrown out there in more ways than one. John, I want to talk about another story that's going on, Howard, and it concerns your ball team, however, the Washington Nationals and Trey Turner. I'm sure you heard about that whole incident. In case you didn't hear, folks, this is a story, apparently, according to reports from uh, Mike Golick and Trey Wingo from the Golick and Wingo show this morning. Trey Turner, apparently, back to 2011 and 12, said, however, uh, some type of uh, anti-comments are along with racist undertones and a slur, however. Turner said the following, however, mind you, earlier today about the comments. There are no excuses for my insensitive and offensive language on Twitter. I am sincerely sorry for those tweets and apologize wholeheartedly, however. I believe people who know me understand those are regrettable actions do not reflect my values or who I am. But I understand the hurtful nature of such language, and I'm sorry to have brought any negative light to the Nationals team myself or my coaches or my manager as well as the fans your thoughts about the comments by trey turner oh we see this all the time racism and racism yes and of course we know that just recently the milwaukee brewers uh guy had some uh, interesting comments to say that uh raised some dander last week if you will uh, before the All-Star game, if you will. And now uh, Trey Turner coming out with some of these comments several years ago. But uh, 
That being said, a uh, very interesting observation. Thank you very much, sir, John. Uh, Fonzie, your thoughts about the comments made by the Milwaukee Brewers player that got into trouble last week, and now these comments by Trey Turner of the Washington Nationals. Yeah, that's a shame. I got to agree with John on that one. Yes, yes, indeed. And and again, folks, we will definitely be watching this story very, very carefully and uh, giving you our thoughts. However, if there's any more developments coming out, we will let you know right away. But uh, like I said, I mean, considering what happened last week, however, with the whole thing involving uh, Milwaukee, however, and also what happened in uh, now Washington, it's going to be interesting to see. Speaking of social media, however, uh, another story talking about football. One person who has not signed with any teams yet is Des Bryant. We thought he was going to be signed with the Cleveland Browns last week. He is talking to the Baltimore Orioles. And now, or not the Orioles, the Baltimore Ravens, I should say. I slipped on that one. Not the Orioles. That's the baseball team. But the Ravens are uh, being shown a little bit of interest in maybe this young man. But also, Antonio Brown is talking about maybe bringing him on to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, John, your thoughts about Des Bryant uh, not uh, finding a job anywhere in the NFL right now and his status still up in the air? Yeah. I mean, here's a guy who for the last few years I've said many times over, not on just this show, but every show here on uh, our radio network, on the radio ne- here on the Talk Show Radio Network. This guy is nothing more than a whiny diva. He's a little baby. We saw what happened about a couple years ago with the whole Dak Prescott issue in Dallas. Last year, of course, he had a half okay, decent season. I mean, he could have done better if you ask me. But overall, I mean, he just really wasn't uh, as usual self. But that being said, we don't know what's going to happen from here. We'll have to wait and see what happens. Fonzie, what's your take about uh, Antonio Bryan, uh, or not Bryan, Brown asking uh, Des Bryant to come aboard the Pittsburgh organization? Do you think it's a smart move, or do you think they could avoid this altogether and just not uh, sign him? Where do they go with Des Bryant here? Let him move on. He's a bum. Yeah. Good. That's all I gotta say about that. <laughs> okay, no problem. Well, um, we'll talk more about this again, as we said, and then some of our other stories in the coming out days ahead. Just a quick reminder, also, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Power Hour will be coming up this Saturday, either at five or six o'clock. The caller ID is one four one three six four pound. Be sure to check that out. Of course, we will tell you about the latest downloads and everything. Of course, last week we started a whole new uh, chapter here on Talk Shoe, of course, with. Uh, our radio network, so we're still getting used to it after a week, however, so uh, this is just our second week getting to, used to the new format, but uh, it has been a good one so far. Let's give you the number again, one six zero five five six two pounds This is episode 151 for July 30th, 2018, the Human Suplex Machine, and of course the Heartbreak Kid joining yours truly here, the Iceman, here this afternoon. Uh, guys, if you want to talk amongst yourselves for just a few minutes, I'll be right back. i got to step out, and when we come back, we'll have something uh, planned, Howard, that I think you're going to really like. Howard, I ran this by Fonzie today, and John, you're going to like this too, so I'll be right back. Okay.
I'm back. Okay. Okay. Now, this is a game I ran by Fonzie earlier, however, today. And, John, I'll run it by you, too. However, you know how Major League Baseball has their game called Buy or Sell, right? For the trade deadline, right? Right. Well, we're going to take a little bit of a spin on that today, Howard. You're going to like this. Everyone's going to get a chance to play, Howard, and even whoever calls in will be enjoying get a chance to play this, too. We're going to play the game Buy or Sell, however, as well, however. So, today we're going to talk about uh, which uh, athletes we like, if we want to buy them, and that they're a good athlete, however, and share like a comment or two. And if they're worth selling, however, same thing, however. I mean, it can be divas, it can be managers, it can be announcers, it can be arenas, it can be pay-per-view events, however, like past or present. So I think everyone's going to, it's, it's, it's pretty fun. I think everyone's going to enjoy this game. So if you're a fair game, uh, we'll start with you first with your first buy or sell. Okay. Hello? Yeah, we're still here. Mm-hmm. So what? What is this we doing? We're doing now. Well, like I said, you can name a buy or sell, like of an announcer, a manager, a uh, like a pay-per-view event tower, an arena, or a, and like I said, pay-per-view event, a manager, a diva, past or present, a current superstar, past or present. And uh, a particular episode of uh, any wrestling uh, show, basically. We'll, uh, we're going to do buy or sell, basically. Um, SmackDown. Okay, uh, anything else SmackDown you want to buy or sell? Uh, I want to sell. Okay, so you want to sell SmackDown, you think, okay, and you can say why either buy or sell either one, however, of your choices, too. Uh, why do you choose to sell SmackDown? Why are you selling it right now? Just because I want to. <laughs> no, I mean, you can okay, that's fine. I mean, like I said, you can also share a memory or two of that, too. I mean, either one, too, but that's fine. Okay, uh, so very good there. Uh Fonzie, he said he's going to sell SmackDown. Do you buy or sell SmackDown? Buy. Okay, and why do you have a reason why you want to buy? Uh, because the first time the SmackDown was presented was the Raw. Okay, no problem. Very good choice there. I am going to buy the show myself. I mean, even though there's been some things, however, mind you, I think, like I said, however, I would say, however, I would have to be a buyer. There's been some good things about the show that have been unique over the years, but there's also been some mixed things about it. So I would say, however, I'm going to buy right now, however, like I said, however, I'm going to be a buyer in this case, however, like I said, however. So that is my prediction on that one. So I'm going to go with that one, however. Uh, so that is my uh, overall opinion. So very good there, John, indeed. Uh, Fonzie, you get the next one. You go ahead with your next We're we'll here first, buy or sell. Um, me? Yo, you went, John. It's Fonzie's turn. Okay. Um... Uh, 
Who is all KO? What's that? I say I'm going to sell KO. All right. Uh, I'm going to sell KO. KO is your first sold guy. Okay. Uh, John, do you buy or sell KO? Uh, sell. And I would have to make it unanimous. I think I'm going to sell KO as well. Okay. All right, guys. Here's my first one. Buy or sell Finn Balor. John, I'll start with you. Uh, buy. All right. Fonzie, do you buy or sell KO? Buy. All right. I am going to go with, uh, I'll say, uh, I think here. I'm going to go buy as well. So, okay. There you go. All right, uh, John, you're the next guy. Go ahead. Okay. I'm selling AJ Styles. What is it? I'm selling AJ Styles. Wow, okay. You're going to go with AJ Styles and you're going to sell him. Okay. Very interesting there. Okay. Uh, Fonzie, buy or sell AJ? I'm going to buy AJ. All right, you're going to go buy AJ in, however. And I am going to buy an AJ as well. So, all right, very good choice there. All right, uh, Fonzie, you're next. Uh, I'm going to buy the monster in the bank, Von Strowman. Okay. I will definitely buy in the bond as well. Uh, Fonzie, thank you very much. John, what about you? Do you buy or sell Braun? Uh, I sell. You're going to sell that one. Okay. Uh, so two of us buy, one sells. Okay, however. All right. Thank you very much, John. I will go next. I'm going to pick Mauro Ranolo. Buy or sell. John, I'll start with you uh, last. I'm going to go with you second this time. Fonzie, buy or sell Morrow? Uh, buy. You're going to buy Morrow and Ola, okay. Uh, John, what about you? Buy or sell? Uh, sell. You're going to sell that one, okay. Uh, you're up next, then. Mm-hmm. Um... I'm going to sell Randy Orton. Oh, okay. Uh, Fonzie, what do you think? Buy or sell Randy? I'll buy. All right, you're going to buy. And I'm going to sell that. I will I will go sell on this one. I think I think he's going to... I mean, he hasn't been uh, doing a whole heck of a lot lately that has not been uh, worth... Uh, talking about, although he is getting involved with that whole U.S. title situation with Jeff Hardy and Shinsuke Nakamura, but uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens next, however. Uh, like I said, however, very good one there indeed, however, uh, indeed, so we'll go to the next one. Uh, who uh, had Randy Orton? John, you had that one, or did Fonty have that one? I had that one. Okay. Uh, so, John, uh, go ahead then. Um... Edge. Buy 
buy or sell Edge? Buy. I would definitely buy that one, no question about it. However, Fonzie buy or sell the rated R superstar. Uh, sell. You're going to sell Edge. Okay, very interesting there. Okay, very uh, good indeed. Okay. All right, let me go with, let me, let me see here. Okay, uh, you're next anyway, so you're going to buy or sell next. Um, Chris, Chris Jericho. No, uh, Fonzie's next. Um, but uh, Chris Jericho will go. Will be your next one, John. So that's a good one. Fonzie, who's your next fire star guy? What is that noise? That's me. Okay, no problem. Uh. Um. All right, who's your next one at? What's that? Seth Rollins. Okay, buy or sell uh, uh, the architect. Uh, sell. Wow, okay. Uh, John, buy or sell the architect. Uh, I'm selling the arch- architect. I'm going to buy. I'm, I'm a buyer on this one, guys. I think Rollins is going to continue to climb up the ladder. I mean, even though he has struggled a little bit, however, I do think, however, he will get a chance to be back on the map before the year's out, however. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that's my... Uh, uh, my next pick is going to be a good one, guys. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Becky Lynch. John, buy or sell Becky? Selling Becky. Wow, okay. So, those with selling, Fonzie, buy or sell Becky? I'm going to buy Becky. All right, and I'll buy Becky too. All right, uh, we'll go back to uh, John again. John, you had Chris Jericho, so you have the honor of uh, buy or selling Chris Jericho. Sell. Fonzie, what about you? Buy or sell uh, Jericho? Uh, I didn't hear. What'd you say? Bad. Okay, we were having a little. So what is that noise? Seriously, that is a little. It's, is that wow. See, yeah, I'm gonna turn it down. I'm okay. gonna turn it down. I mean, it's fine. I mean, I just didn't know what it was. You're okay. That's good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, you have uh the next one, Fonzie. Buy or sell who? Name announcers, divas, past or present, pay per views, whatever. What's that? Pay per view. You still. uh, What was it? Okay. All right. All right. What were you saying? 
Alright, I can hear now. Uh, Fonzie, what'd you say now? Pay-per-view. Yeah, you can... What pay-per-view? SummerSlam. Oh, okay. Buy or sell SummerSlam. Okay, go ahead. Uh, sell SummerSlam. Don, buy or sell SummerSlam. Don, are you there? Uh, yes, I'll sell SummerSlam. Okay, John's going to sell two. And you know what? I am going to sell it as well. Okay. My uh, one that buy or sell, WrestleMania. Fonzie, buy or sell WrestleMania. Bye. John? Bye. And I think I'll buy as well. Okay, uh, we'll go to Fonzie this time, however, since John had Jericho last. We'll start with uh, Fonzie this time. Fonzie, what's your next one? Uh, I'm going to sell Corey Graves. What was that? Corey Graves. I'm going to sell. Okay, Corey Graves, okay. All right, uh, John, buy or sell Corey Graves. Uh, buy. I'll buy into that as well. So John and I will buy that. Fonzie will sell him. Okay, thank you very much there, uh, like I said there, Fonzie. All right, let's go next, however, to my buy or sell. However, unless, wait, John, it's your turn, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I skipped you. Sorry, my mistake. You're up. Um, I'm going to go with Stone Cold Steve Austin. All right, fire cell Austin. Bye. All right, uh, Fonzie, what about you? Bye. Uh, excuse me, guys, sorry I was yawning there, and you know what, I'll make it unanimous again, guys, I'll buy as well. Okay, up next, guys, i got a good one for you. Buy or sell Ric Flair? Uh, John, we'll start with you this time. Um, sell. Fonzie, buy or sell Ric Flair? I'm going to buy the Nature Boy. And I'll buy him too. Okay. Uh, John, uh, went, uh, who went first last time with Jericho? That was you, right, John? Yep. Okay, so Fonzie, you're up now. Oh, okay. So Johnny goes back to you again. Sorry. Um, let's see. I'm going to go with Kurt Angle. All right. Buy or sell the Olympian from Pittsburgh. Bye. All right. Fonzie, buy or sell Kurt Angle. I'm going to buy him. All right, I'm going to sell him on this one. I mean, he was a good athlete power back in his day, but like I said, as GM, he's kind of had a mixed bag. All right, here's a good one, guys. Buy or sell hmm, Paul Heyman. Fonzie? Sell him. John, buy or sell Paul E. Buy. I am going to buy as well. All right, you're up next. 
Um, I am going to buy Rey Mysterio. I'll make it two. And, uh, Fonzie, what about you? I'm going to buy Rey Mysterio. All right. Thank you very much, John. Fonzie, you're up. Mm. I'm going to sell Michael Cole. I'll sell that too. John, what about you? Um, same. All right. My next one, I'm going to buy... Um... Bobby Lashley. John, what about you? Same. Bonzi? The same. Okay. And we'll go a couple more times each. We'll go about two more times around each, however, and then we'll have things, something else to do, however. So, uh, I believe it's... Bonzi, you went last, right? Yeah. Okay, so John, it's going back to you again. Okay. Um, Sammy Zane. Okay, do you buy or sell Sammy? Uh, buy. I'm going to sell him. Crazy as it sounds, as much as I love Sammy in NXT, and he was really good down there, he's been a little bit of a pest lately. Uh, Fonzie, what about you? Sell. All right. I will go next. Uh, Neville. John? Uh, Sal. Fonzie? Bye. All right, like I said, I'm going to go sell him then. Uh, all right, uh, you have, we have one more. We'll go one more time around, however, and then I'll think of something else to do. However, maybe we'll do some fantasy matchups in the meantime, however. All right, uh, let's go to you uh, next, however, John. You have the last one. Big Show. Ooh, okay. Do you buy or sell the Big Show? Sell. All right, Fonzie, what about you? Buy. All right, I'm going to sell him. All right, you have uh, your last one, and then I will do my last one. Um. Roman Reigns. Yes, I would agree there. No question about it. I would definitely agree with you there. Uh, very interesting point, however. Like I said, very good point indeed. Like I said, like I said that's a very good point indeed. Uh, John, buy or sell Roman? Yeah. Uh, sell. All right. Very good point there, however. All right, and uh, I believe I have the last one, or John, are you on the last one? Um, The Rock. Okay, you have the last one for The Rock, however. Who's going, like I said, how, like I said, how, like I said, said, however, uh, do you buy or sell The Rock? Sell. All right, you're saying you're going to sell The Rock, however. And we have heard rumors that he could be returning, however, maybe at WrestleMania, if not sooner, however. But we will definitely be watching it very, very carefully. 
Uh, that being said, thank you very much, Sir John. Uh, like I said, we'll have to wait and see what happens there. Uh, Fonzie, buy or sell the rock. Bye. Okay. And I thought I heard something there for a minute. Nope. Something else. It's not that. Okay. All right, guys. Well, there we go. We have our buy and sell portion of the show. And, of course, let's give you the number one more time here at episode 151-1605-562-0444-138744 pound. Of course, next week, ladies and gentlemen, for episode number 152, John, myself, Fonzie, and the rest of the gang will give you our top favorite moments in SummerSlam history, however, over the years, however, as we weigh in on that topic. Then the following week, ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, right before SummerSlam, we will give you our worst moments of the SummerSlam history, and also the NXT TakeOver 4, and also also SummerSlam predictions as well. So, folks, that's coming up in the next few weeks here on Raw Radio, of course. Be sure to check that out, of course, in the next two weeks, of course. Next week, of course, we'll have our favorite moments in SummerSlam history, as we will weigh in with our top favorite moments, and I know some of us will have some great ones to discuss here on the show. Of course, the Human Suplex Machine, the Heartbreak Kidding, yours truly will be here to share it all with you. Guys, uh, we still have some time, however, for the next half hour, 45 minutes, we will talk about some fantasy matchups, of course, but also, ladies and gentlemen, we will tell you that there have been two matches listed for tonight's Monday Night Raw. Among the matches you'll see tonight, ladies and gentlemen, however, it will be Constable Corbin, yes, folks, Constable Baron Corbin taking on, of course, Finn Balor, ladies and gentlemen, and, of course, Howard, in a rematch from last week, Howard, that started out as a singles affair but then evolved into a tag affair, GM Kurt Angle has announced that the architect Seth Rollins will take on the dangerous Drew McIntyre in one-on-one competition. Whether or not Dolph Ziggler will be allowed at ringside or not, that remains to be seen. We have not heard yet if he will be allowed ringside or not, however, but we will keep you up to date with this story. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we know for a fact, Howard, that WWE recently, Howard, has announced that they're coming out with some new videos, however, for your uh, DVD needs, however, ladies and gentlemen, however, uh, including the following, however, 30 years of SummerSlam and four weeks of uh, Ladies and gentlemen, Extreme Rules will be out, of course, coming up on the 14th. Uh, SummerSlam 2018 will be out on September 18th. October 2nd, we'll have Shawn Michaels, another Shawn Michaels DVD, this time entitled Shawn Michaels, The Showstopper on Release. October 16th, one month after Hell in a Cell, will be down there in the Alamo City of San Antonio, Texas, Shawn Michaels' hometown. They'll be coming out on DVD uh, rare form. The Greatest Royal Rumble from this past year will finally be out on DVD for you to watch, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't have the network on November 13th. And then on November 6th, ladies and gentlemen, see AJ Styles' most phenomenal matches so far in WWE history, however, coming out to a store near you. I can tell you right now, I will be getting that SummerSlam DVD, probably, maybe, and then the Shawn Michaels Showstopper unreleased as well in October. So, guys, those will be some great DVDs to add to your collection, however, in case you're wondering. Recently, of course, coming out was The Shield Justice for All, of course. That I've not had a chance to watch that yet, but I did watch something that was really good on the network the last couple of days, guys. Uh, if you remember the Legends of JBL show, however, uh, last year they had Jimmy Hart talking to, along with Ron Simmons, however, and also uh, Stan Hansen. Very interesting. I just started watching before we came on the air today the beginning of the Michael Hayes interview he did, and I can tell you from what I heard of that Michael Hayes interview, along with Booker T, along with JBL uh, sitting down talking to both of the, those particular superstars, Howard Hayes and Booker T. Howard, uh, that both of those interviews were very intense, 
very uh, detailed, if you will. But uh, as far as the St. Hansen one goes, it was pretty good. I thought the Jimmy Hart one came off pretty well, however. Uh, that being said, it was very interesting. Of course, speaking of legends, of course, last week on Table for Three, if you did not see it, folks, we had uh, Ric Flair, Kurt Angle, and Sting joined the table in the panel, if you will, however, as that was a very interesting sit-down conversation, and uh, that was one of the better ones I'd seen in a while. But, of course, as I said, uh, one of my favorites has to be the very first one, in case you did not see it on the WWE Network. It consists of Roddy Piper, Mean Gene Okram, and Mr. Wonderful Paul Warndorf sharing laughter, stories, and tears. Uh, John and I have uh, tossed out this idea of Fonzie as well. We've all thought of some future episodes of Table for Three. I mean, we're not writers, however, but guys... Uh, if uh, you would be doing a table for three show, how like the WWE does, uh, which legends would you want to see on there? Because I can think of some great legends. Uh, what I can think of in particular would be maybe uh, Jimmy Hart, Hulk Hogan, and Bruce Beefcake, possibly. Another one would be maybe possibly uh, involving, uh, let's see, who would else be out there at the table? Uh, Wendy Richter would be an interesting discussion. I think uh, Alundra Blaze and Charlotte, that would be a real good discussion, I'm sure, with three uh, Hall of Famers there. And one soon-to-be Hall of Famer, two Hall of Famers, one Hall of Famer soon-to-be, I feel. Um, another one would be a good announced duo. I think J.R., uh, possibly uh, maybe uh, Mara Ranolo, and maybe Jerry the King Lawler. I think that those three would have a nice discussion, I'm sure, especially with the way the business is being run. Um, another one would be good, would be, hmm, let me think, let me think, let me think, oh, this is tough, uh, the Digim Cornet, I know, uh, I would say maybe Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and Bret Hart, that would be interesting, especially considering Bret has given, forgiven Shawn, but I don't know if him and Triple H would see eye to eye on some things, that would be a pretty wild thing. Um, Tony Schiavone would be a good one. I think Tony with, uh, I don't know who you could put Tony Schiavone with. You could do Tony Schiavone, JR, and, uh, uh, I don't know who else you could do with, um, wow, that's tough. Uh, John, I want to ask you, uh, do you have any ideas where they would go for some table for three discussions? I'm sure they would think of some doozies. Um, I'm sure they would. Undertaker, Stone Cold, and The Rock. That that would be something. Those three at the table, oh my god. That would be really something. Stone Cold Rock and Taker, I mean or even Triple H even, you know. That would be pretty wild, yeah. That's a that's a good one. Uh do you have any others? Uh, I think that's it. That's all you got. Hmm. I thought you would have had yeah. some other good ones. Um Fonzie, what about you? Do you have any good ones that you would maybe want to see on a table for three discussion, maybe? The table for three, I would have loved to see uh, the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Yep, he's a regular there. We know that. Uh, Jimmy Hart. Yes, that would be pretty wild. Yep. Mm -hmm. And Jimmy Cornette. That that those three would be an interesting discussion. I'm sure that that's not a bad one. Uh, what about this one? Uh, Pat Patterson. Uh, let's go with Patterson, Don Morocco, and either The Miz or uh, Ken Patera. That would be an interesting discussion. I mean, they're all IC champions at one time or another. I mean, 
Paris was the first ever. Patera was number two. Morocco was right up there. Like I said, Morocco would be up there. Um, another one I was thinking of that would be a really good one would be uh, Superstar Billy Graham. Hulk Hogan. And um, Star Hogan. Sergeant Slar. That would be a good one. That'd be a good one. Don, you have any other good ones? Uh, not really. Fonzie, anything be good for you? Um, yeah. All right, go ahead. Macho Man Randy Savage. Remember, he's passed away. Uh, but if he was, but 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 if he was alive, though, I mean, but go on. I mean, and you can use past legends too. I mean, if they were around, I mean, that would be a good one. But go on, Macho Man would be one that would have been there. Go ahead. Uh, if he was alive right now, Eddie Guerrero. Yep. yep. And Chris Benoit. Hmm, that's not a bad one. Okay, I'll go one. Dusty Rhodes would be a good one. Piper. And uh, I would definitely throw out, uh, wow, Dusty, all right, Dusty, uh, okay, let's see, who do I see, Dusty, who else I see, Dusty, Piper, and, uh, hmm, oh, wow, this is real tough. <laughs> I might have to come back to that one. That's a tough one. John, if there was any legends that you would want to see come back, if they were alive today, who would you see? Because, uh, I mean, I'm I'm sure you would think of a couple of good ones. I don't know. No past uh, superstars, however, from beyond the grave that you would have come back? Yokozuna, Rikishi, okay. and Umaga. Ooh, just imagine the beef at that table. That would be something. I think they would need to have two or three tables put together just for them three. That's that's a good one. I like that one. Okay. Uh, I'll go with another good one here, guys. Okay, got it. Dusty Rhodes, Piper, and Nick Bockwinkle. That would be an interesting discussion. Two former champs and one guy who held the U.S. title. That would be another good one. Or... um. If I really want to go big, however, uh, I'll go Abdul the Butcher, Andre the Giant, and Big John Stud. That'd be a nice uh, trio right there. Fonzie, uh, you have any other good ones? Uh, no, I don't. Okay, not uh, Fonzie. I guess doesn't have any more. John, do you have any good ones, or are you uh, all tapped out right now? All tapped out. All right, all right. So, those are just some of the suggestions we've decided to throw out there on the table for three uh, show. How are, ladies and gentlemen? Of course, we thought of some past legends and superstars we have lost. How are, that should still be here. Um, another one I think that would be real good. And I'll throw one last name, one last discussion out there. Brian Pillman, Owen Hart, 
And um, who would it be? Hellman Owen. Ooh, this is tough. Just need a few jokers like that. Well, one semi-joker. You know what? I'm going to say Austin. I'll say Austin. Because he's had history with both of them. And I think those three would have a nice little discussion. I know uh, Pillman teaming up with Austin and the Hollywood Blondes would have some pretty good stories. And Owen would be fascinated by that. And then I know uh, Pillman would be fascinated to see what Owen, how Owen got into business. And uh, hear Pillman and Austin's stories about how they teamed up in WCW. And Owen getting that trial in WCW. However, so... I, I think I think both of those I think those would be uh, very very nice stories, to say the least. So there you go. All right, guys. Uh, like I said, it's about 4:25 p.m. here on this very breezy, cool like uh, late July afternoon here in Western PA. Uh, John, I'm sure it's nice down your neck of the woods. Uh, hope you guys aren't getting rained on though. Yes, we are getting on. rain. Ooh, you are getting rain. Okay, is it like like uh, drizzle or is it heavy rain we're talking here? We had heavy rain earlier. Okay, so that means it's on its way up north, and so we'll begin that probably tonight, I would think. Maybe you never know. They are calling for heavy rains here throughout the week in Pittsburgh, although it has been a little overcast and a little humid and muggy today. However, it is somewhat sunny. The sun is starting to try to peek out a little bit. However, I can say, but uh, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, let's give you the number again, one six zero five five six two zero four 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 for episode 151, 73018, ladies and gentlemen. However, the human suplex machine, the Iceman, of course, the heartbreak kid here. We are expecting, as we said, hopefully before the 5 o'clock hour, some more guests, including King NWO Dorothy Smith, the Black Widow herself, Michelle Lynn Dawes from Palmyra, Virginia, not far from John's neck of the woods, and, of course, Mr. WCW from down there in Trinity, North Carolina, where hopefully it is dry as a bone and not too humid. If you will, we will be hearing from him in just a few minutes. Our fearless leader, the captain of the radio network, however, Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw, who will give us an update of what to expect. And as I said, ladies and gentlemen, do not forget tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, at 7 o'clock, Wrestling with John and I will be on 139926 along with Jorty Smith taking in our time machine show and to a time and place we don't know where, but we'll let you know. And then at 9 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, however, is going to be a very bittersweet Tuesday night, however, and the end of the month on Revolution. Not only will we talk about the latest news and headlines, including the updated of the Major League Trade Deadline, how we'll also give you the latest scuttlebutt of the raw ratings and whatnot. How John, of course, will have your birthdays and dates, and Gerard and I will have the news for you as well. But we'll also be recapping tonight's show, however, live from the uh, sunny beaches of Miami, a.k.a. Miami, if you will, and we'll talk about what kind of impact was made. But tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, however, we're going to take a break from our normal thing, however, after the Raw recap on everyone gets their Raw recap in. Because tomorrow night, John, myself, Chad, Michelle, Gerard, and JML, the big IQ Jeff Tears, the Rush Ronda Rush writer, the lowdown Kendrick Smith, whoever else calls in, however, they're all free to call in too, and everyone I'm sure will try to call in, however. We will share our thoughts and memories about a man who three years ago tomorrow night we lost, however, mind you. And we talked about him, however, already earlier today, however, we've talked about him uh, exclusively uh, quite a bit here this afternoon on the radio network, and that is the hot Scott himself. Rowdy, Rowdy Piper. It was three years ago tomorrow that sadly we lost this Hall of Fame legend, however. I remember where I was when it all went down. John, of course, shared with his thoughts the memory, of course, where he was, where 
when that all went down. Uh, Fonzie, I'll go to you now, however, and get your thoughts, however. What was your reaction when you heard the news about Piper, and where were you when you heard the news? I'd like to hear your story about where you were and what your reaction was when you heard the news about the hot scotch suddenly leaving us way too soon. Um, I was actually watching Monday Night Raw when it happened. So. Yes, it was, it was very strange. It's very it's interesting. Sad. I would agree. Very sad. I would agree. I would definitely agree. There, no question about it. I mean, it was definitely, uh, like I said, very sad indeed. No question about it. However, and uh, like I said, uh, this is a guy who, over the years, of course, didn't care if you were his best friend in and out of the ring. He didn't care if you were his buddy outside of the ring. However, he always found a way to, well, let's just stir the pot, if you will. However. And he loved to stir it, no doubt about it. In fact, I'm going to play a sound bite of his right now, if I can, Howard, ladies and gentlemen, Howard. And this is from one of his earlier versions of Piper's Pit, however. I think everyone remembers this one very well, Howard. This is when he interviewed Frank Frankie Williams, a jobber who is from, uh, as we like to call, uh, Columbus, Ohio, if you will, however. In uh, This was in April of 1984, and this was from Championship Wrestling. So, guys, I'm going to play the sound bite for you, Howard, and then get your reaction after I play it for you. So here's the clip now, if I can just get it up here. Like I said, we're going to play the sound bite for you, however, if I can just find it. Like I said, I got it, however. So we're going to get everyone's sound bite, however, uh, thoughts about this as we play the sound bite for you. And when we come back, we'll get everyone's opinion. So here's the sound bite with Piper's Pit with Frankie Williams in April of 1984. But I mind. We take you now to Piper's, Piper's, Piper's Pit. 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 Being, being, being the kind of person that I am, and I'd like to give everybody a fair break. What I'm doing out of the kindness of my heart, I have a gentleman here named Frank Williams. Frank Williams, first of all, I don't know where you come from. I'm Columbus, Ohio. From Columbus, Ohio. I've wrestled in Columbus, Ohio. I've never lost a match in Columbus, Ohio. Have you ever lost a match? Yeah. You have. See, it, it seems odd to me when you're talking about fighting careers and a career like my own myself. Uh, I, I went on the premise of never having to lose a match. I've never lost a match in my whole career. I've had different things happen to me, but I have never actually lost a match because I figured once you were defeated one time, that it would take that oomph away from you that you needed. Yourself, you're just the opposite. I have never seen you win a match in my whole career of watching you, and I've seen you've been around. You've fought some tremendous fighters. I've seen what you've done, but you, you lack the guts. You lack the authority to go in there. You lack the guts that when you're against the rope, what you do is Instead of going after a man, you just back off from him. Maybe a little cowardism. Maybe what you do, maybe you should be making pieces. I'm not a coward with nobody. I'm not afraid of nobody. Otherwise, I won't be Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Just relax. Relax. This is, this is verbal. This is not physical. Pizzas or something like that. Maybe. I said, I'm not afraid of nobody. I'm always inside ring, no matter what. I got no room for nobody. You got no room for nobody. That's a wonderful thing. You got no room for nobody, but you're a lousy wrestler. It's as simple as that. I might be a lousy wrestler, but I'm still in there. I got not a pay or nobody. Piper having away. Oh, no. Piper all over Frank Williams. What? Unbelievable. It's simple as this. Oh. Oh, no. Oh. That's incredible. 
Well, guys, that was a few months after Piper had just arrived from uh, the Mid-Atlantic Territory, if you will, however, working down in the Crockett Organization, if you will. Uh, of course, we know what happened in November of 83, of course, with the infamous dog collar match, if you will, with Greg the Hammer Valentine, the same guy he would uh, well become somewhat close in the very first WrestleMania, if you will, however, mind you. Uh, John, give us your memories of that uh, memorable exchange. Wow. Yes. Fonzie, what about you? Fonzie? Fonzie? We might have lost him. Uh, John, if you want to get off the plug real quick, I'll be right back in two seconds. All right. Okay, I'm back. All right. Fonzie returned. Fonzie, you with us? Nope. He might have had to step out for a minute or two, however. I mean, I do see him on the caller thing, however. But uh, we are uh, hopefully going to be hearing back here in just a few moments from the Heartbreak Kid. Fonzie, of course, as you know, ladies and gentlemen, uh, of course, coming up this week, of course, I believe starting uh, this Sunday, if I'm not mistaken. I have to check my notes here here to be sure. However, I do know for a fact that I believe, however, the NFL preseason will be starting this week, if I'm not mistaken. I'm going to take a look at the schedule here real quick. Uh, I think the first uh, preseason game is coming up, however, is uh, coming up, however. In fact, I'm looking at the schedule right now, however, is... Uh, Actually, it's coming up uh, next week, if you will. My mistake, okay. It is next Thursday night, ladies and gentlemen. The Steelers will be playing at the Eagles, uh, believe it or not, however, for the preseason opener. Uh, next, uh, let's see here. Uh, I'm looking here. Let's see here. Carolina, Carolina, Carolina. I'm seeing if they play a preseason. Yes, they will be playing at Buffalo. Uh, let's see. John, your boys are playing at New England next Thursday night, believe it or not, for the preseason opener. Nice. So that is a... Yeah, so that that is our uh, that is the preseason opener coming up a week from Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. That'll be very interesting, of course, as you know. Uh, week number two of the preseason. Let's uh, fast forward ahead to week number two, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we'll tell you what's going to happen there uh, very quickly. The series will be at Green Bay on a Thursday night game, eight o'clock. That's August 16, ladies and gentlemen. By the way, uh, Chad's boys will be at home against Miami two weeks from Friday, the 17th. However. Uh, Bonzi, you back with us? No, he's not. Okay, okay I'm. Something must have happened because uh, we, like I said, we we thought Fonzie's with us. Okay, uh, let's take a look here. Uh, John, your boys are playing at home against the Jets 
And by the way, that will be an 8 o'clock game on the 16th on ESPN. That will be a televised game, by the way, John. So there you go. On the 16th there, the Thursday before SummerSlam. The 23rd, ladies and gentlemen, of course, the Steelers will be uh, playing, let's see here, at home on a Saturday afternoon game at 4 o'clock against Tennessee that day. Uh, let's see, the Panthers will be home against New England, however. Carolina will be home against New England. And, John, your boys will be home against Denver that Friday night at 7.30 p.m., the 24th. And then the final preseason game of the season, ladies and gentlemen, week number four, however, as customary, however, the Panthers and Steelers get it on, so Chad and I will have a little battle on that uh, forte. And, John, your boys will be playing. Let's take a look here. Who do they close out the preseason with this year? I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Do, 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 do. Oh, yeah, here we go. At Baltimore on the 30th. So there you go, folks. The preseason schedule all set up for you, however, for the next few weeks, however, ladies and gentlemen. So there you go. Uh, let's see if Fonzie's back with us now. Fonzie, you with Yeah, I'm back. I'm sorry. No problem. We were just playing that Piper snippet uh, just moments ago. Uh, let's get your thoughts about this uh, Piper vignette that I just aired. Yeah, pretty good. I like I it. I mean, like we, yes, and of course that was one of the very unique uh, moments of Roddy Piper. I did mention also while you were offline when the preseason of the NFL starts, of course, I did mention that uh, next week, of course, the Sears will be playing the Eagles uh, next Thursday night, not this Thursday, but a week from this Thursday, August the 9th, of course, and then, of course, that'll be in Philadelphia, while the first preseason home game is, I believe, the 15th, if I'm not mistaken, the 15th or the 6th, uh, I have to go back and double-check again, uh, that was, I think, I think it was the 15th, I want to say, hold on a second, let's see here, I think it was the, no, it might be the 18th, I might be wrong, folks, that, I might have been wrong on that day, uh, let's see here, hold on, I'll tell you in a minute, I think it was, the, I, I think I said the 18th, right, John? Uh, I have no clue. I can't. I can't remember. Let me let me pull it up here. I'll tell you in a minute. Uh, the 18th, however, no, they're at Green Bay. The 18th, however, they're, they're on the road. The first two games. No, their first home game will be preseason home game will be the 25th. My mistake. It'll be the 25th. That's a four o'clock game that afternoon against the Tennessee Titans, or some people that call them the Tins. Uh, of course, as you know. Uh, like I said, I don't believe there is a, like I said, I believe, I think the Hall of Fame game is coming up, I think it's this weekend, isn't it, John? I think it is. Yeah. No, it's this Thursday. Yes, yeah, it's this Thursday night. Yes, it is. It's this Thursday. So, the Chicago Bears will be playing Baltimore this Thursday night, ladies and gentlemen, the Hall of Fame game on NBC's Thursday night game of the week. That is the Hall of Fame game this Thursday, ladies and gentlemen, in case you're wondering. Uh, we thought it was uh, this next Sunday, a week from this Sunday, but it's this uh, coming uh, Thursday night, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, those of you in the Ohio area, especially in the Canton area, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that is when the game will be uh, taking place, if you will, this week. Uh, let's see, it's 4.40 p.m., however, we got 20 minutes to go. We are, again, expecting, hopefully, some more people joining us on the line here in a few minutes, including Mr. WCW, Chad Hinshaw, who uh, said that he would be joining us here in just a little bit to give us his thoughts and memories of uh, 
the very senseless tragedies that we heard over the last 24 hours. In case you did not hear, again, ladies and gentlemen, we will repeat them again. Uh, Brickhouse Brown, of course, the former WCCW uh, wrestler, uh, most famous for winning uh, the Brickhouse. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Hold on a second. Wait a minute. And that can mean only one thing, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, folks. The Long Island uh, NC, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. Woo, woo, woo. You know it, however, ladies and gentlemen. The man from Trinity, North Carolina, ladies and gentlemen, who uh, is going to join us right now, ladies and gentlemen. And we just found out about him not too long ago. I think he just announced his retirement. I thought I had heard this past week, too, but I'm not sure. He's not retired, however, here when it comes to running the radio network, ladies and gentlemen. He is the head honcho of the radio shows, ladies and gentlemen. He is Mr. WCWS from Trinity, North Carolina. He is Ric Flair's party animal. And, yes, folks, he has the biggest Cadillac on the biggest hill in the biggest neighborhood of them all. Let's welcome him in now to 151, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. WCW himself, Mr. Chad Hinshaw. Man, man. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know about a cat ride, but I do have a, I do, I, my, my, my ride's not that bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've been talking a lot this afternoon. We did share some uh, interesting stories today, and I know you would like to share with them as well. We are also hopefully expecting the Black Widow herself uh, at some point, maybe this afternoon, if she comes on. If not, we will hear from her tomorrow night, obviously, for the big show that we've been talking about all afternoon. Uh, Chad, we were talking about uh, the passings of three of the most unique wrestlers in history, and I want to hear your comments on each of these wrestlers one by one. We'll start off, of course, with the, one of the bigger ones, Nikolai Volkov. We heard the news yesterday morning. Your thoughts about this unfortunate passing? Uh, what can we say about what? what uh, and honestly, folks, first off, let me let me let me do my test here. Can y'all hear me? Yep. Excellent. Very good. Thank you very much. I, I have to do that test each time now. Each time I do this. Yep. Oh boy. Okay. All right. Anyway, let's get back to it. Um, yes. What can you say about this man? You know, uh, you know, what may may have been may have been one of the uh, most superstars, almost loved superstars that you just love to hate in the entire in in the in the rest in the in the uh, wrestling universe. Uh, like I said, but uh, but you cannot you cannot deny the fact he was a true competitor, uh, a great athlete indeed. He was, he was well built. He was, Great shapes and everything, and and of course, like I said, it's definitely the Hall of Fame and all this. A lot of things, a lot, a lot of folks from back around his time, especially being like somebody from Piper to Hogan to uh, the Sheik himself. I mean, the list goes on and on. Uh, uh, got an opportunity to to uh, you know, like I said, see him on TV two or three more times. And, uh, how much is going to be made on everybody? Of course, I did read last night and during our during our news that night and our promo. Everybody from Natalia to Big E to Tommy Dreamer to, of course, your legends like Ricky Steamboat, Ric Flair, Ted DiBiase, you know, Triple H spoke, of course, for on behalf of WWE. I mean, what can you say about this man? I mean, that pretty much has, pretty much has already been said. Everybody's been talking about him. Ever since, of course, we heard the sudden passing yesterday. Uh, also, I've got to also hand it to, of course, do thank our own King W.O. Duarte Smith for passing along that info to us earlier uh, yesterday as well. For, uh, for I didn't even hear about it until we heard it from him. Uh, me and you, yeah. both didn't hear about it until until we heard it until we heard it from Gerard. 
but I got to tell you, a great icon, uh, great presence, and one that will be truly, truly missed. I mean, Iron Sheet pretty much, I'm sure, was, if anybody other than Paul's family was really devastated by this, obviously it was, of course, uh, the Iron Sheik himself. And, uh, and, of course, two-thirds of that equation, first, you know, classy Freddie Blassie passed away years ago, and now, like I said, yesterday, we a lot of real uh, You know, a true tandem, indeed. Uh, one that you cannot do, not duplicate or uh, try to duplicate because it was just, it was, they were just that good. You just can't do it. So, But, right. true, but truthfully, uh, an icon is missed. Uh, 100%. Yes. Uh, of course, our thoughts and prayers do go out to to uh, Nikolai's family, friends, and fans, indeed. Certainly. Another guy we lost, sadly, and we thought we had lost him 10 days ago, was uh, the Black Prince, uh, MC Slam, or whatever you want to call him, Brickhouse Brown. 10 days ago, we thought we had lost him, Howard, due to prostate cancer. But this is a funny story, Howard. The next day, Cauliflower Alley President, former tag team wrestler, beat Brian Blair, said he was still alive after waking up in the night telling his mother, who thought he was dead and was away in the corner, that he was hungry. Unfortunately, he died yesterday, Howard. His funeral will take place in two weeks, which would have been his 58th birthday. He was a member of World Class Championship Wrestling, Howard, as well as... Uh, some other territories, mostly sticking to Texas. Like I said, he would have been 58 years old in two weeks, Howard. And like I said, he had prostate cancer. Your thoughts about the Black Prince, Brickhouse Brown? This one was, I actually saw that on Wikipedia where it was actually stuff that it, yeah, we thought we lost him. We, we thought we lost him. JD was you the first one that really told us about what happened here. Yeah, 10 days uh, ago. We days ago, yes. And, and, what, and, and of course, kind of surprising, you know, to wait, to wait for the corner to come take your son away, and all of a sudden here he comes, just pops up out of the blue, saying, "Hey, I'm hungry." Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, five, nine, one, six, seven. Wait, what's that noise? What is that noise? I don't know. is that yours? That wasn't me. I know it wasn't you, John. Fonzie, is that you? Okay. Go on. Okay, yeah. But but uh but Triple like said a great superstar. Uh known I'm I'm sure by a lot of those a lot of those legends today. Truthfully, uh a great a great superstar of course, another from the WCCW family of course, sadly we officially and of course you can wish I'm I'm sure his mother is probably wishing right now that he would he, he would get up once again and and just uh, yeah and and just say that one more time. But I mean, but right. fifty-seven. Our thought, unfortunately, yeah, yes, yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. Jimmy. All thoughts and prayers, of course, are with uh, Burkhouse's family and friends as well. Yes, just like Nikolai. And this one, I think, really takes the cake, no pun intended. Howard, the biggest shocker of them all came with Brian Christopher Lawler. I mean, I am still in shock with this. This this is beyond heartbreaking. This is just tragic, and tragic with a capital T in every sense of the word. Your thoughts about this uh, untimely tragedy of Jerry the King Lawler's son? Yes, and, yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, this right here really took the whole, I'm sure, probably pretty much shocked the wrestling world by surprise. Um, um, of course, I, I feel like the WWE and Triple H, of course, have have already expressed their uh, <clears throat> condolences as well. Um, 
And we're, we're sending here, of course, like I said, prayers out to, of course, Jerry Lawler and his family tonight. Uh, of course, I well, yesterday, and of course, we have, well, for, for the long run, we'll say there, folks. Um, I'm, but, of course, obviously, we have not heard from his pack, his talking partner, uh, Scotty Tuhati, or we haven't heard from Mikichi uh, about this and all that. I'm sure they would probably have already spoken up by now if. Uh, um, but uh, I'm sure we'll probably hear, hear something in the coming days about uh, from, uh, from from Scott Duhati and Rikishi about this, since they're all actually working alongside them uh, very, very close up and everything. But truthfully, like I said, I mean, you know, you often hear that the son, that, that, that the wrestling legend, is, you know, and in all due respect to all those out there, that you often hear the stories of the wrestling legend going first before the child. Well, it's it's sadly it's sad that of course uh, um, that this time around it was kind of rever- kind of a reverse angle here. Excuse <clears throat> me, but uh, but nonetheless, I mean it was a a very sudden thing. Of course, I'm sure I'm sure like I said the catalyst of it all was. Since the early part of this month, and uh, and like I said, it really took all of us, took all of us by the table big time, especially Jerry Lawler himself, I'm sure. And I'm sure he hasn't really, he's probably not even going out in public about this. So it's going, to be, it's going to take him a lot of time to heal about this big time. But truthfully, like I said, a great superstar. I mean, we saw him feud with, of course, I remember. Back in the late nineties, where we saw him the feud with Takamishinoku. I mean, he had that great feud with him over the yeah, light heavyweight. First light heavyweight title, the first light heavyweight deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah the great, the great, uh, a, a great rivalry right there. I mean, uh, um, but uh, still, no doubt, uh, a great. Uh, of course, the thing that Jim Ross always said that you know, you know what, you know, you know, they, they calm down your boy. They said, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> no, they said, but of course, we found out later that was actually the case. But anyway, um, but still, but still, like I said, a true blue, a true blue competitor and uh, a um, uh, dynamite competitor, I should say as well, because um, um, he was he was he was one of those that, like I said, just like in WCW, he was one of those that really stood out and all that for his for his unique abilities, of course, in and out of the ring. So. Sure. Uh, sure. Like I said, Jerry Lawler and his family are in our thoughts and prayers again tonight over the sudden passing, of course, of, of his son, Brian. And hopefully, yeah. like I said, uh, hopefully, of course, we'll uh, we'll get probably more and more about this. As I did hear, of course, through 411 Mania, that there is an investigation as to why he did, why why this took place. Okay. We will definitely, we will definitely, we'll be updating that. Yes, and we'll be telling you that more of that of that tomorrow night. How are on, uh, like I said, on uh, Revolution, and of course, John will bring that news to us tomorrow, or not tomorrow night, tonight, on his post show, ladies and gentlemen, as well as his raw recap and share thoughts. I'm sure about Grandmaster Sexay and also of Nikolai Volkov at 11:30 p.m. Speaking of legends, uh, Chad, I know we've been talking about the last week or so, and I've been talking about it most of the day. Uh, we will have a very special show tomorrow night on the Revolution show. Please. Uh, Share with us what we got on deck uh, tomorrow night. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, as you know, tomorrow tomorrow's day, July 31st. Three years ago tomorrow, of course, we lost another great platform, of course, and got to the same year as the, now the late Nikolai Volkov, and that was, of course, Rowdy Roddy Piper. 
Uh, of course, if everyone remembers episode 29 that we did back in 2015 uh, was was a was a big time show for us. Of course, big time revolution where we have everybody involved in the panel give their thoughts and opinions about m- matches, memories, moments that 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 really stood out as far as, as, far as Piper was concerned. And so, to, and so three years later, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to honor that tradition tomorrow night. As as our as tomorrow night's edition of Revolution Our Life video feed will be from WWFUS, the old school tradition. I think it's, I think it makes absolutely perfect sense. Um, but what we're going to do here, ladies and gentlemen, the, our thoughts and opinions on Monday night on tonight's Monday night Raw show from everyone is going to be pushed back to Wednesday night, uh, where we normally would do SmackDown's results, or we're going to do Raw results on Wednesday. And we're going to do SmackDown's results Thursday night on Wolfpack. So, uh, but we really like it. This is a chance for everyone to jump on and and and, and share their thoughts and share their uh, opinions about, about you know what 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 this man meant to, of course, to the to the world of wrestling, regardless of what matches it was. Of course, in the NWA or WCW, WWF, uh, and moments he had. Of course, one of course in WWE. Um, uh, moments outside the wrestling ring, uh, some of the superstars of today that he influenced. Of course, the one we have to say now most definitely is, of course, Ronda Rousey, you know, who, who of course, now uses the Rowdy nickname, of course, with his blessing and permission, of course, uh, which I heard it happened shortly before he passed, if I'm not mistaken. I, it was during the UFC fight, I think, that was when Rousey did get permission from Piper to use the Rowdy nickname. And we will see her back tomorrow, or tonight, I should say, excuse me. We will see her tonight, actually. And also, of course, she wears, wears Piper's leather jacket with the RP on the pocket. Uh, if you've seen the trailer for 2K19 work, it says Rousey's a pre-order bonus. She hangs that jacket and looks at it, and Piper starts to talk to her. It, it plays some of them whenever she got to talk to Piper, and I thought that was, I thought that was a great one of the be- best trailers yeah. for a game that I have ever seen. And my first, a lot of people may have to think about Ralphie, but let me tell you something. That right there was a moment that stood out in itself, because like I said, it wasn't a, even though that you know it was it was about pre-ordering Ronda Rousey for the for the video game. I thought I felt that that trailer meant more to me in terms of the respect. For Piper than it did for for talking about Rousey as a playable character. So in my personal opinion, I thought that was great. But all in all, tomorrow night on Revolution, ladies and gentlemen, of course one three eight zero five five pounds. Like I said, live video feed coming in from WFUS, the old school tradition. We will be spending the entire two hours talking about all these great moments, matches. Um, and just everything under the sun concerning, of course, the, the great 2005 Hall of Famer himself, the late, great Hot Scott himself, whatever you want to call him. And there's no nickname to describe the man. He was just simply one word, and that was he was simply Rowdy. And as I'm talking about, Rowdy, Roddy, Piper. So tomorrow night, Revolution, ladies and gentlemen, will be all about Piper three years, remembering Piper three years later. Of course, on Revolution yes. tomorrow night, from 9 to 11 p.m., 138055 pounds. Uh, don't be sure, be sure not to miss out on that here uh, tomorrow night.
certainly. And uh, one thing I will discuss as we are winding up here uh, real quick, uh, and then we'll get everyone's raw ratings and predictions, and John will start with you, obviously, first here in a minute. Uh, Brock Lesnar returning tonight in Miami, however. What do we see uh, before we uh, get into raw ratings and uh, main event predictions to expect there in Miami tonight and with Rousey's return in Miami tonight, Chad? Uh, well, let me tell you, it's going to be it should it should give the show a little bit more a little bit more of a push a little bit more of a kick. Uh, you got you got these two names, of course. Obviously, Brock is responding to obviously the fact that now he now knows that for at least now for the time, hopefully for the time being, that he has to face Roman for the Universal Title, and so I'm sure it's going to be a big time confrontation there. Rousey, of course, no doubt is going to have the opportunity to uh, face uh, to possibly. Um, um, and hopefully, like I said, as Kurt Angle told her that you know, you know, you you, you got a match at SummerSlam, but you, but if but if you if you uh, you know, <clears throat> if if you uh, of course go nuts again, you know, we may end up taking that away from. Him. And we nobody wants to see that happen. They want to see Rousey take out Alexa Bliss. That they, they, they want to see it. Um, and I mean, will it happen? You know. We'll have to wait and see what happens. But I think with the appearances of Ronda Rousey and Brock Lesnar, it should help it. But, I mean, with what they've been writing now in some of these stories and these matches here lately, it's just uh, it's just, it's just, it's just kind of really hard to, uh, hard, hard to predict it. But, I, but, uh, but if that should help it, I would think, for the appearances of Brock and Ronda, my personal opinion. Well, we'll definitely have to wait and see. No question about it. Uh, so we will definitely wait and see. I'm just checking something here, so bear with me here, guys. Hold on a second. Okay, like I said, however. Okay, uh, like I said, however. Uh, okay, I got it. Uh, so there you go, folks. Uh, very interesting thoughts from uh, Mr. W. Sam, myself, Chad. So let's give you the number again. one six zero five five six two zero four 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 one three seven four four pound for episode 151 for 73018. Mr. W. Sam, Chad Hinshaw, the human suplex machine, the Iceman, and, of course, the heartbreak kid here right now in the wee hours, or should I say the late hours, of Monday afternoon. However, of course, don't forget tonight, ladies and gentlemen, 1.30 p.m., check out John's Facebook video on facebook.com under GRHS. He'll have a lot to talk about, including the passing of Nikolai Volkov. Also, I'm sure he'll share his thoughts about uh, the memories of Nikolai and also of Grandmaster Sexy, a.k.a. Brian Christopher Lawler, who, as we said, tragically and suddenly we lost, unfortunately, this past weekend at the age of 46. Well, guys, it's that time of the day, however, as always, however, ladies and gentlemen, however, and we always do our raw range and predictions, and so far, everyone's been close on the money with their predictions, so let's see what everyone does tonight, however, we will start it off with John, obviously, John, what is our raw rating for tonight in Miami, and what is our prediction for the main event? I say we see a confrontation between Roman and Brock, and tonight's main event will be uh, Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre. Okay, and... What is your overall uh, rating for the evening? 2.0. Okay. Thank you very much there, uh, John. I'll go 2.0 as well, and I will say the same thing. Chad, you're up next. Before I get my prediction, J.D., I need to make one quick announcement, Um, and I'll make it fast. Uh, I just just want to keep everybody informed that, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, and I do, I do apologize uh, due to due to things circumstances beyond beyond our control here. 
Monday, and of course, you can join the King and Queen of Attitude Radio, ladies and gentlemen, T. Smith and the Black Widow, talking about the latest Ring of Honor, New Japan Pro Wrestling, and Lucha Underground News as well. Yes, indeed. Okay, now, now everyone wants my opinion about the uh, about tonight's Raw. Okay, uh, it's going to be hopefully it'll be hopefully it will be it will turn out to be better than 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 it has been. I mean, because uh, the last thing, folks. We want to probably hear. We want to hear Wednesday night when we talk about Raw. Is you know JD is going to talk about the man who does a lot of the writing for the show. For the show, uh, we all know what he. What, we all know what he. Uh, what he uh, uh, calls him here, indeed. So we're going to have to. Uh, uh, we're going to watch out for that. But hopefully, it'll be a good show. I predict the main event is going to be. Mm-hmm. Now, what I kind of like, I kind of like. Um, I kind of like John's theory about that. I, 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 I'll, you know, I'm going to say that myself. I think that sounds pretty good. Uh, Rollins and McIntyre, that ought to make it be a very, very big-time matchup indeed. Um, <clears throat> and also, but also, I do think there's going to be a confrontation, one, I think, between either between Roman and Brock, or and also, I'm sure, there might be one between Rousey and Alexa Bliss. So we never know what, what could happen with that. Um, my rating... I'm gonna still keep it. I'm gonna still. I'm gonna still keep it. Uh, uh, um, I'm gonna still keep it turn. Keep it turned down. Keep it toned down a little bit. And I'm gonna say. Uh, uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna say 1.8. What is it? 1.8. You said. One. One. Point eight. Okay, no problem. Thank you very much there. And uh, Fonzie, you, uh, if you're back with us, you have the final word on the rating and main event tonight. Uh, 1.7. All right. And the main event will probably be Roman Reigns and... Bobby Lashley rematch. Okay, no problem. That's fine. Okay, uh, does anyone else have anything else to close us off with? John, I'll start with you. Nope. Okay. Uh, like I said, all results will be on Wednesday night on Revolution. And Yes. 
So, just a reminder, folks, usually I, I've been saying all day we usually do raw results on Tuesday, but folks, uh, as Chad just told us, those raw thoughts and opinions will now be on Wednesday night. SmackDown for this week will be moved to Thursday as far as thoughts go. So, there you go. All right. Uh, Mon, do you have anything to close us out with? Uh, no, I don't. All right, well, there you have it, folks. Number 151 is in the books, ladies and gentlemen, however. And, of course, we do want to thank all of you for listening in this afternoon. The Human Suplex Machine, the Heartbreak Kid, myself, mm-hmm. and Mr. Doiso, you all uh, ready to bid you adieu. Of course, next week, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, we will have more to talk about going into SummerSlam. Next week, folks, will be a pretty interesting one. Because next week, we weigh in with some of our favorite moments in SummerSlam history. What were they? And uh, what kind of effect did they have us as far as a promo, match, a memory, whatever? And I see Fonzie has left us now, so Fonzie, we'll talk to you later on. Thank you for joining us this afternoon. Uh, we will share our thoughts with that. And then in two weeks, ladies and gentlemen, August 13, right near Chad's neck of the woods, it's going to be a crazy Monday, to say the least, however. First off, we will talk about the worst moments in SummerSlam history, but also we'll give you our SummerSlam and NXT TakeOver 4 predictions. And I believe that night, however, maybe, unless something comes up at the last minute, maybe, we might have a surprise, however, that someone might be at Raw. We don't know if that's been confirmed yet or not, but we could be hearing from Mr. Hulkamania and Mr. WCW heading to Monday Night Raw at the Greensboro Coliseum there in Greensboro, North Carolina. I believe tickets are still on sale for that event unless they have all sold out at this point, but we'll have to wait and see. Of course, don't forget tomorrow night, SmackDown Live from Tampa, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, already two matches have been listed for tomorrow night, however, including the debut of Selena Vega. Yes, folks, Selena Vega, the manager of Andreas Sin Almas, a.k.a. Bia Trinidad, will be taking on the ravishing Russian Lana of course, in one-on-one competition. And in a tag team match to see who will go on to face the New Day, however, however, next week in the semifinals of the tag team tournament, however, on SmackDown, the return of the bar. Yes, folks, Sheamus and Cesaro will be returning as they take on Jimmy and Jey Uso. They will await the winner of the New Day, of course, who won last week. And, of course, the winner of those two matches would then face each other next the following week, however, before SummerSlam, and then go on to face the Bludgeon Brothers in Brooklyn. So, folks, it should be a great rest of the week. We hope Hope you enjoy the rest of your Monday night. Don't forget again to check out John's Facebook video on GRHS at FacebookLive.com. 11.30 tonight, however, he will have a lot to talk about, including the recap where it will be mayhem and who knows monstrous in Miami. You never know. We'll also talk about, of course, Nikolai and uh, the passing of Grandmaster Sexane. I'm sure John will share us some of his thoughts about Roddy Piper as well. Of course, tomorrow night, 9 o'clock, will be a very emotional night after the news hour. Of course, everyone will have their memories and stories to share of Roddy Piper. I did play a soundbite of Piper's earlier today. So, folks, there you have it. Uh, we're going to take off here. Uh, you were about to say something, Shane. Go ahead. Yes, I actually pulled up from the Greensboro Coliseum website about what, yes. what and I'm sure this has possibly changed now, I'm sure, okay. uh, about, okay. about what, what some of the matches, I'm sure they say, cards subject to change, as they always say. Uh, it's supposed to be an eight-man match. Getting Roman Reigns, Braun Strowman, Bobby Lashley, and I guess you could say now former IC champion Seth Rollins versus Jinder Mahal, Baron Corbin, Kevin Owens, and Elias. Uh, they said Finn Balor is supposed to make an appearance. Uh, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt are supposed to make an appearance. Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. Uh, former women's champion Nia Jax. They said this, this is supposed to be Ronda Rousey's debut in Greensboro on August the 13th. Mm. And Cruiserweight champion Cedric Alexander plus many more. And, of course, as I said, talent is subject to change. And as far as I know here, uh, the tickets are like are 
are are fifteen are fifteen dollars and up. Uh, well, that's I'm a good deal. That's a good deal. Oh yes, it is. Oh yes, it is. Uh, um, and it looks like that. And I was just just like I said, double checking something here. Uh, it looks like that it hasn't sold out. So apparently, it's still it's still up in the air here. No. Okay, so t- so tickets so tickets are still available. Okay, so uh, we we just heard the card that'll be there in a couple weeks in Greensboro. Thanks to our. Uh, Fearless captain, if you will, down there near Greensboro, about 20 minutes away. And I know that uh, I'm sure that him and his good friend, Mr. Hulkamania, Bob, uh, Big Bad Bob Ziegler, will be attending that show, I think, that night. Of course, I know they will be back in my neck of the woods, however, later this year. Uh, John, I think they're going to be in D.C., if I'm not mistaken, sometime very soon. And I know in the Virginia area as well, so we'll be watching that very carefully as well. So I think they're going to do the SmackDown episode, the one thousand. SmackDown episode down there. I'm not sure. Where? DC or Richmond? DC. I'm not certain. Yeah, I, th- I think I think that's right. I think you're right. I think that's in October. I think I think you're right. That sounds right to me. And I think tickets will be going on sale soon for that. But John, uh, please keep us informed on that, as well as the Richmond show when they return to your neck of the woods. I know they're coming to my neck of the woods at the end of the year for a SmackDown uh, live taping that'll air New Year's Day, uh, the Saturday after Christmas, if you on the 29th. And I believe tickets for that show will go on sale. I think here in Pittsburgh, not this Friday, but I think a week from Friday, if I'm not mistaken, at the uh, PPG Paints Arena, if you will. So, folks, uh, there you have it. Uh, some of the uh, locations where you can catch the WWE in action in the facility you, as I said, they will be, of course, in Tampa tomorrow night, next week, Jacksonville and Orlando. Of course, the May Young Classic is also next week, ladies and gentlemen. And then, of course, in two weeks, as I said, ladies and gentlemen, three weeks from today overall, they will be in Chad's Neck of the Woods and Greenville, South Carolina the next night before they head up to Brooklyn and get ready to uh, host uh, TakeOver, uh, SummerSlam, Raw, and SmackDown. And then, of course, they close out the month of August in a big way, of course, in Gerard's Neck of the Woods, Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Yes, folks, oh, Canada will be the place to be at the end of the month, however, as they will be doing two nights' worth of tapings, the 28th and 29th, however, in the Great White North in one of the most unique cities of the world, T-Town, Toronto, Ontario, Canada. All right, so there we have it, folks. Uh, we do want to thank all of you for listening in. Of course, next week, as we said, we got another great show lined up for you, of course. Don't forget, tomorrow night, of course, our double shot starts at 7 o'clock with Wrestling Revisit. Who knows what moment we'll be digging up out of the time machine. And then, of course, at 9 o'clock, a very emotional but also a very bittersweet, uh, somewhat uh, happy night and also an emotional night, too, will be behind for you on, of course, WWF US beginning of history, of course, ladies and gentlemen, as Chad said, of course, beginning at 9 p.m., of course, Gerard T. Smith, I will have your news headlines for you. John will have our big birthdays and dates. And whoever else calls in, we will also take your calls as well and share with us uh, our memories of the great hot Scott, Roddy Roddy Piper. And as we close out the show tonight, we've played this song a couple times before, ladies and gentlemen. It's one of my favorites, Howard. We're going to play it for you again, ladies and gentlemen, Howard. It is Simon and Garfunkel's Keeping the Customer Satisfied, because we always keep you satisfied here each and every Monday here on the Talk Show Radio Network. Again, don't forget, 1130 tonight, John's Facebook video. He'll talk about Nikolai Volkov from The King, Son, of course, as well as his recap and memories, of course, of what will be coming up this week with Roddy Piper's tribute. And also, he'll share with his thoughts about Monday Night Raw. So there you have, folks. So... You okay? Hello. Hello. Yeah. Okay. You're still here. Okay. 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 Well, we don't know what that was. Okay. We're still here. Okay. Good. 
Well, folks, yeah. there you have it. Again, we didn't know what that was. Uh, but we will talk to you all again next week, of course. Fonzie, of course, has now left us. Fonzie, we'll talk to you in a little bit, my man. We hope you have a good rest of the night, of course, and we'll talk to you on the flip side. So, folks, there you have it. Now, uh, for the Human Complex Machine, for Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw, this is the Iceman saying so long from ringside. And now we close it out with our theme for the day, keeping the customer satisfied with uh, Simon and Garfunkel from 1967. We'll talk to you again next week. Have a great rest of the night. Have a great rest of the week, everyone. Be safe. Be careful out there with the weather. What's that? I was talking to my grandma. Oh, okay. I thought something was up. Okay. Well, we'll uh, tell her we said hello, John, by the way. And now we're going to close it out with our song, Howard, and call it a day. So we'll talk to you soon. Have a good Monday night, everyone. And we'll catch you on the flip side next week, same time, same place, at 3 p.m. with Barbario. And now, here's Simon and Garfunkel as we close out the day. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.